Someone will say, how are the dead raised up and with what body do they come? Now he's dealing with what is the resurrection body going to be like? O foolish one, what you sow is not made alive unless it dies. And what you sow, you do not sow that body that shall be but mere grain, perhaps wheat or some other grain. But God gives it a body as he pleases and to each seed its own body. You plant a little grain of corn, you come up with a great stock of corn. The stock of corn doesn't look at all like the grain. The resurrection body doesn't look at all like the body you have. Thank God for that. But it will be of the same element. It will be the same body resurrected. The body of Christ as the disciples saw. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. And the body of Christ, as they saw it in the transformation glory on the Mount of Transfiguration, it was the same body, but it was majestically and magnificently different. That's the point that Paul's making. Your resurrection body is going to be a vast improvement over the one you now inhabit. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor, talking with Jesus. They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very sleepy, but when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying. While he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. He says, <clears throat> Verse 39, all flesh is not the same flesh. There is a kind of flesh of men, another flesh of animals, another of fish, and another of birds. He's simply trying to illustrate that there are different forms that body, uh, a body can take. Verse 40, there are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies, but the glory of the celestial is one, the glory of the terrestrial is another. You have the glory of the mountains, the glory of the pines, the glory of the rivers. You also have the glory of the sun, the moon, and the stars. There is one glory of the sun, another of the moon, another of the stars, for star differs from star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. You know what he's saying here? There will be a distinction in your body and someone else's body. Because your body is going to reflect the glory that you laid hold of in your life. Their body is going to reflect the glory they laid hold of in their life. As Daniel tells us in Daniel 12 and verse 3, they, excuse me, they shall shine as the stars of the firmament. Well, some stars are really bright, some stars are very faint. 
Some believers are going to have a reflected glory of Christ in eternity that is going to be magnificent. They're going to be luminous. Other believers who did very little with their life, they're going to look like a faint star way off in the distance. Every believer on sight is going to be uh, able to be evaluated as to how they live for Christ in this life. You can look down the street and see a blazing light, and you'll say, there comes the Apostle Paul. Look down the street and say, there's a, there's a light coming. I can hardly see it. It looks like a flashlight, but the battery's running out. And you can say, here comes Gene. <laughs> so also is the resurrection of the dead. He says in verse 42, the body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. We talk often about the dignity of death. There is no dignity in death. Death is a curse. Death is an ugly thing. We house bodies in beautiful caskets so that we think of the beautiful casket, not the decomposing body. There is nothing dignified or beautiful about death. Death, frankly, stinks. Thank God he has something greater for us than death. He has eternal resurrection. He says it is sown a spiritual, uh, a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body because there is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living soul. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. Aren't you glad that you can step out of Adam into Christ? I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life.